Welcome back, friends, to another episode of The Challenge Read with me, Ray. And me, Dr. K. This is season 35, episode 5, Break Up With Your Boyfriend. Break I'm up bored. with your boyfriend. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm bored. bored. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, we both have secondary careers as vocalists. I'm sure you can tell. But yeah, D won her um, purgatory against, who, who was she against again? I already forget. Short Ashley. memory. Ashley. <laughs> yes. Um, and we are back at the bunker. And for some reason, Bear, Kayla, Jenna, and Big T are trying to communicate with the other side. Via yeah, with a janky ass Ouija board, with a DIY Ouija board, <laughs> <laughs> and apparently, bear messing with spirits turns Kayla on. Everything bear does turns Kayla on. Yeah, it's a problem. Truly, um, he starts asking all of these hypothetical questions to the group about whether a guy with a girlfriend, whether it's okay with a for a guy with a girlfriend to flirt and want to hook up with a girl with a boyfriend. Yeah, and Wes being, you know, he's the elder statesman, I guess, because, <laughs> you know, he's one of the old folks in the room. Yeah. Um, he gives a pretty respectable and reasonable oh, I loved answer. It. I loved and it. he tells him that hypothetically, hmm. he needs to check in with the, with the girl um, to ask her whether or not it's okay with flirting. Because Wes knows consent is key. So key. And even because the type of persistent flirting Bear is doing is actually harassment. Like, yeah, it's (laughs) aggressive as fuck. (laughs) And we know that Kayla is receptive because of her talking heads, but I don't know if Bear knows that Kayla is receptive. I don't think think he cares cares if Kayla is receptive. (laughs) For him at this point, it's a challenge to be one. Yeah, Bear reminds me of a friend I had a few years ago who I am no longer friends with, um, who whenever he found out that a girl was in a relationship, it immediately became his thing to hook up with that girl. That's disgusting. Yeah, it, it was really awful. And I'm definitely seeing shades of that with Bear. Yeah. So we move on to Jenna. Yes, I'm and sorry. <laughs> she's making a video call to her boyfriend Zach, who is not on the show this season. Yeah, and as someone and, who hasn't watched the past couple of seasons, I didn't know this relationship was a thing, and I I didn't know that I should care about some off-screen lover. It's definitely a thing. It's been I think Jenna even said it's been on and off for a couple of years, mm-hmm. and by on and off. She means she's been on and Zach chooses to be off most of the time and on whenever he wants to be. Okay. And shades of that in their conversation um, when he asks if they're still a couple. Like when you left, when she left, you were a couple and she's only been there maybe two weeks weeks at this point. Oh, yeah. So why... Would you not be a couple? And then Jenna talks about how she knows how Zach gets, quote unquote, when he's alone, quote unquote. (laughs) And how Zach gets when he's alone is he starts fucking other people. Yeah. 
So he does what he does, which is basically continue to manipulate and gaslight her um, whenever they have conversations. And it's easy to do because Jenna, while she's very pretty, she's not super bright. And, you know, I think she has self-esteem issues when it comes to guys. So uh, she allows Zach to treat her this way. Yeah. And it's not like we need any more relationship drama in the house that we have to somehow like involve someone who's not even in Prague or the Czech Republic or wherever they are. Um, Yeah. But I guess they're foreshadowing for conflict to come. So we have a workout montage. Such good quality. Such good quality. I felt like I was watching an ad for like Equinox gym. (laughs) No, we, we don't fuck with Equinox. No, thank you. Okay, uh, Planet Fitness? It needs to be a little bit more luxe than that. Sure, yes. Planet Fitness works. (laughs) Okay. Planet Fitness Plus. Um, Wait, is is Equinox racist? Um, Equinox's owner um, held a million-dollar fundraiser dinner something or another for Trump and other racist folks. Oh, okay, yeah. So they're canceled. Sorry, Equinox. Fuck you. Not sorry. Bye-bye. <laughs> um, oh, and then Rogan. Rogan, Rogan is yapping on and on. He just can't let the fact that D seduced Jay. He can't let it go. And all of right. his anger is directed at the wrong person, Jay. Right. Because Jay actually tried to stay away from D once he realized what she was doing. And D threw herself literally and figuratively <laughs> onto Jay's lips down his throat down his throat yes. <laughs> but somehow all of this is Jay's fault yeah I just I can't take any more of Rogan the thing with Rogan is that I, I can't tell if he's playing into the camera and the persona of it all or if he actually he's not smart enough for that feels so strongly about the kiss just a kiss that they shared when he's not even officially with her that it or gives him her. such anger and aggression towards a person who we all know like didn't do anything wrong it just it's it baffles it baffles me yeah but i'm a rational rogan, logical thinking human being so rogan is not smart enough to be playing into a character okay well in my opinion I, I think we can take that as fact. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then we move on to Josh, who apparently has a rivalry with Wes that well, none of us, Josh including wants, Wes, knew about. Josh wants desperately to have a rivalry with Wes. They do not have one. <laughs> <laughs> he goes so far as to follow Wes around the workout space. Um, and onto the treadmill where it's just that like they're just like measuring dicks. Like I bet if like Wes goes up, like, you know, turns the speed up to a seven, Josh turns his speed up to an eight. <laughs> they're not measuring dicks. Josh is Josh measuring, is measuring dicks. his dick. <laughs> yeah. It's like because most- Wes is like <laughs> Uh, okay, <laughs> we're just working out. It's the most one-sided wannabe rivalry. I, I've never seen anything quite like it. I guess this is how things worked on Big Brother. I don't know. I've never watched that show. 
I can't imagine that Josh would have been good at any kind of manipulation because he's just like, he's just like a dopey, like dopey, like puppy. Yeah, I don't know. Apparently Josh is from, I think he's from Miami and he's a Miami Cuban. Mm-hmm. So I don't know where I was going with that, but it just made me think a <laughs> little just, bit. <laughs> just establishing context. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> context is key. Oh, and then we're, we're, we're still in the workout room and I think it's Corey and Nelson um, along with Wes are doing kind of like these drills on the turf, running around weights, you know, getting fit. Um, and Jordan, unprovoked, yells across the room at them about not messing up the turf and how he knows he's going to have to fix it later like he does all the time anyway. Right. Um, he seriously accuses them of fucking up the turf. I'm pretty sure, like, that's what he said. Yeah. Um, and everyone is like, they're not, like, taking it and, like, flipping it around. No, they're running on it. They're which is working what out. <laughs> that is what the turf is there for, right? So Jordan is just being Jordan. Yeah. And I love how he, in his talking head, he fully expected to be able to just shout his, like, uncalled for insult across the room and go back to eating his breakfast and no one is allowed to respond to him. Right. And the response that he gets is Wes calmly walks over to him. <sighs> approaches to, quite slowly. <laughs> to have a conversation Sits about it. Sits down quite calmly. <laughs> and Jordan puts on his best Karen oh. and acts like Wes is being aggressive towards him. Now y'all know how the Karens do. Yeah. And throws cereal, somehow manages to spill a drink, all in the name of defending himself against Wes's aggressive approach, which right. wasn't aggressive. And Wes wasn't letting himself be gaslit. He was like, every time Jordan was like, you came over here and got in my face. And Wes was like, no, I didn't. I <laughs> that is not here. what happened. I sat down. And then Jordan had the audacity to even accuse Wes of being the first to yell out across the room. Like there's video. Does he believe his own bullshit? I don't understand yes. Jordan as a human being. Yes, he does. I truly do not compute where he, like how he justifies his attitude in, in his way with, of interacting with people. Like I wonder when he watches this back, if he's like embarrassed about his nope. behavior. Because I'm it's pretty sure he's not indefensible. It's indefensible. He's not. I can guarantee it. <laughs> so my favorite part is Jordan pulls out a salami. I'm not even sure where the salami came from because I thought that long. I thought he was eating cereal, <laughs> um, <laughs> and he puts it in Wes's face as a as a facsimile for his dick. Just and so then unfair. Wes delivers one of the best burns that has ever been delivered <sighs> oh, on oh. this show. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, mm -hmm. You will very calmly, you will not talk to me the way you talk to your wife, and the entire room goes silent. And me at home, I was like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. 
Oh yeah, I my mouth dropped open and then I was like, hashtag no lies detected. <laughs> so None. good. And there's Tori in the background staring and contemplating how dare Wes, but notice she didn't say anything Mm-mm. because she knows that shit is true. Because Jordan be talking to her any old way and she always takes it. So... Girl, take your ass somewhere. Yeah. And yeah, that was, that. W- this is only the beginning of Wes's, um, he's coming out of the coffin. The beginning. His resurrection. Of Wes's resurrection <laughs> of his dead possum. <laughs> he's trying so hard to be an inactive possum and failing miserably yeah but i think he was completely justified oh he was both his anger and his approach and it just highlights it just increases my dislike for jordan i thought that i would have some level of like empathy for him Mm -mm. but no no (laughs) and you know the, the great part about this is that the key to a good read or to a good burn is that it contains truths yeah and oh boy, did he <laughs> hit him with the truth. And Jordan didn't even know like how to take that. Mm. He didn't even know how to take it. And he gave some weak ass response. Um, but everybody, everybody in the room was just like, well. And this kind of prompts Wes. I mean, it gives a target. It puts a target on Jordan's back for Wes. And he kind of begins strategizing with D about the possibility of getting him in purgatory to hopefully send him home later this episode. Right. And then we move back to the Kayla Bear situation. And now Jenna, as one of Kayla's BFFs, uh, tries to have a talk with her about what's going on because Mm. from the outside, for everybody else, it seems like there is something going on, despite Kayla saying otherwise. (laughs) Um, and Kayla claims that it's oh so obnoxious that Bear follows her around and flirts with her. And I'm like, sure, it's obnoxious. <laughs> Is that what we call it nowadays? And so that's the state of the house. Maybe we should start calling this segment state of the house. <laughs> done and done. <laughs> All right. So now we're going to move into the breakdown of the episode Uh, where we talk about the mission, the social game, the purgatory, and the tribunal and all that. So we start with the daily mission of this episode, which is called Bomb Squad. Following in the footsteps of the explosive theme this season. Yeah, lots of explosions. So many explosions. The players are required to work in teams of four. Um, one person gets to ride in a car that's driving almost parallel to the ground um, where they have to look at parts of an equation on like shipping containers along a track and communicate those parts of the equations over walkie-talkie to the, their fellow team member who has to solve the equation. Um, once they get that number, that team member then communicates the number to the third team member who has to match up the numbers with colors of these 
what seem kind of like foam cylinders and then run and do like a relay, pass them off to the third team member, sorry, fourth to the fourth team, team member. member, who then does a final sprint and places them in the correct order because each digit of the number represents a different foam cylinder into like this thing, which will trigger an explosion, which just signifies that you are done. Did I leave or, anything out? Well, or as Jenna calls it, they will decimate oh, the bombs. <laughs> it's a good thing she's so pretty. <laughs> she was so cute though. She was like, she was like, yeah, I knew I was doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so we have, that's, that's, that's what they have on their plate. And for me at the beginning, it seemed like a pretty straightforward mission. Like I thought we were going to get. It was a straightforward uh, mission. Well, I mean, not, not in the results that we see from teams one and teams two, at least. Well, the game planners can't help if they got a bunch of dummies <laughs> playing the game. Very true. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they didn't expect for it people not to be able to even complete it. Like it was not about, it was about time for the team who's, teams who completed it, but some teams didn't even get past part one. Right. And one of those teams was the first team, mm -hmm. which was Wes, Jay, Kayla, and Nani. And Jay is the person who's riding in the, the car mm -hmm. um, that's driving on the two wheels. And he completely misses the first number. Oh, yeah. I don't know. He looks like he's just so excited to be hanging out of the car that he doesn't realize he passes this gigantic shipping container. Well, I think he does, but the numbers are kind of like resting on top of a shipping container. I think he expected it maybe to be on the shipping container itself. But so he didn't even line, look. He I think he was staring and just looking. like waiting for it to... He, he, I think he thought he would see it I thought I think he thought he wouldn't have to even look for it. It would be so obvious, but it was kind of like at a small scale compared to the rest of sh the shipping container at the very top of it. So I see how he could have missed it. There was no he didn't even from <laughs> and I I watched it a couple of times. Oh, okay. The shipping container wasn't even like registering register. in his brain. <laughs> it's like he like he saw it out of the corner of his eye and he was like, oh, oh that's cool. Cool. a shipping container. A cool and, feature. Oh, here's another one and it has something on top of it. <laughs> times so he 10. And he, he, starts the even, he starts with times, no, divided by five. That was what the first thing was. And he, it doesn't even click to him what's divided by five. The yeah. air? <laughs> the Czech Republic? <laughs> The number of people still competing in the challenge. <laughs> oh, so funny. I think so, he's on a team with Johnny, right? No, he's with Wes. Oh, he's with Wes, my bad. Wes, yeah. Kayla, and Nani. Um, so they don't even get to run the mission at all because Wes immediately notices that There's you can't divide emptiness by five. <laughs> And Wes inquires what the first number was. And all of a sudden, it clicks for Jay that, oh, shit, I totally did not get the first number. Yeah. So and there's no turning back. There's no turning back. They're done. But I Be have cute. to say, I was pretty impressed with how calm their team was. 
and how cool they were about it. And each of them kind of said things along the lines of, we've all been there. We've all fucked up like this in the past. It's no big deal. But I also think they were all so calm about it because they knew Jay was the one who was going to get voted in anyway. The only reason to win this was to get Jay into the tribunal to protect him and give Wes an opportunity to potentially um, um, vote himself in, but also throw potentially throw Jordan in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So the second team is Johnny Bear D and Tori. Yep. (laughs) And for some reason, I don't know why they didn't just stick Bear in a role where he could do the least to fuck things up. Like, he should have definitely just been someone who was, like, running. (laughs) Right? But he was on the receiving end of the walkie-talkie, taking the parts of the equation from Johnny. Um, (laughs) And Johnny says the first number loud and clear. I think it was 85. (laughs) Bear misses it. Doesn't say anything in the moment that he misses it but instead waits for Johnny to give him the rest of the equation before asking him to repeat the whole thing as if Johnny was <laughs> memorizing this six-part equation. While Unlike Swaggy C. Horizontal car. <laughs> Unlike Swaggy C, Johnny does not have a photographic memory. Just like Swaggy C. <laughs> Similar to Swaggy C, Johnny lacks photographic recall. <laughs> Um, so again, they are disqualified. Uh, and then next up, oh, we have gosh. team three, which is Rogan, Big T, Maddie, and Nelson. Yep. Rogan, who claims to be great at puzzles, is really bad at math and gives his teammates the wrong number. Like, he doesn't just give them the wrong number. He's one of those loud and wrong people. Oh, he was confidently incorrect. (laughs) Yeah. And for some reason, he was, like, I mean, they were the first team to even get that far, but he was rushing so fast. He I don't think he took a a second to double-check himself before moving on to the next step. Right. He started double-checking himself when... Um, team member four was already running and he was like oh shit with the rods uh, was it, what was it 95 divided by five 85 I, i've heard this damn equation so many times i've memorized the part 85 divided by five isn't 19 is it is it and then he redoes it and finds out he's gotten it wrong so yeah again they're not de- disqualified but they don't finish Well, they end up being disqualified because they don't get the right combination. But the best part of their team was Nelson. Oh, my God. Like I said, you know, Nelson, he doesn't really have a brain, but, man, he he is an athlete. He was like... And he was running like like he was in the Olympic finals. Like Adonis. And it looked glorious. It looked so good. It looks like what you see, like... Like, you know, when they take those slow-mo shots for the promo of the Olympics, like the different events, like that was Nelson in the moment because they caught him so good and he just had this perfect posture and his knees were just going so high. Yes. And he had on all of those, like the Under Armour, like tight shirt and tights and stuff. And it was like, ooh, Nelson, if only you could keep your mouth shut most of the time. (laughs) Man. Oh, yeah. It was great. It was really good. 
Yeah. And then we get to team four. Team four goes. We got Casey, Swaggy, Josh, and Jenny. And they are the first team to solve their um, equation correctly. Yeah, they got Swaggy on on the equation. Yeah, and they also are able to set off their bomb. Mm-hmm. Um, fulfilling the the entire mission of today, um, and we learn that apparently Swaggy C was a day trader for the stock market. So do is you think that he, what he does in Connecticut? Do you think that's where he got the nickname Swaggy C from his be. buddies at the stock exchange? <laughs> from all the uh, shit, what were they? What were they calling them on? Oh, what was I watching? Wolf of Wall Street. No, no. <laughs> oh, 20s. Have you seen that show? No. 20s on BET? No. And they, um, I think they were calling them chads. So okay. it's like all of the, the, very, um, the very confident, mediocre white guys. Okay. They would <laughs> so give, I think they would give him the name. He must have gotten that name from all the chads. <laughs> Yeah, Swaggy C brings his numbers savvy to the challenge. Well, let's not be, let's not fake anything here. They're very simple math problems. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, the first one is a multiple of five. You I don't know. even really so have to easy. do any math. You just have to count on your fingers. That's what I did. <laughs> That's what I did too. And I have a PhD. <laughs> Like there is no, and then the second thing was divided by two. Just these great integers. I mean, multiplied by two. Yeah. Like it, it, this is, this is like fifth grade. Yeah, it's true. Oh my gosh. There should be like a, can you be the fifth grader challenge edition? (laughs) MTV, I'll host, call me. (laughs) Um, The answer is no. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Getting back to it. <laughs> Team five goes. We have Melissa, Bailey, Corey, and Kyle. Oh, yeah, Corey, for some reason. I mean, they do well, right? Um, I forget exactly who's in the car. Oh, I love this because Kyle knows that. Melissa he, is in the car. Or he, he and Corey are idiots. And so they put Melissa and Bailey in the numbers reading and numbers computing sections of this challenge. Um, and they do pretty well. Bailey solves the equation and almost like, shrugs her shoulders in such a way to go huh, that was easy before she starts running down the track to very um, slowly very slowly to give Corey the the answer um and while Corey's running with his foam cylinders um he talks about how he hasn't seen his daughter for a while and i we guess don't fucking care yeah, i wanna- hate when they come on this show and talk about how they deserve to win because they have kids. No, no, you don't deserve to win just because you have kids. You deserve to win because you put in the work to win. Yeah. And stop trying to guilt people into giving you a win because you have fucking children. We don't care. Um, but they explode. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry for my little rant, but it's, it's one of my pet peeves of the challenge yeah. is all these people. Tony, who isn't on this, this season, but he's one of like the perpetrators of this, who is like, you, you can't vote me in because I have a kid. 
<laughs> yeah, we can, motherfucker. How so? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then finally, team six goes. We got Anissa, Jordan, oh, Jenna, hold and on. Bessie. Okay, I'm holding hold on. Hold on. Oh, but oh. <laughs> Corey runs to the detonator, runs past it, <laughs> looks around like he's confused as if he didn't see every other team before him put the sticks into the detonator. And he's yelling out, where do they go? What do I do with them? What do I do what with do them? What do I do? Uh. And it's like, they go in the stick-shaped holes, dummy. Oh my gosh, yes. Uh, I, like, I would encourage the, all listeners. The three holes that you see <laughs> on the box. Go back to our first episode of this podcast and you'll, you'll hear Dr. K aptly describe Pori as a butter, butter brain. Yes. <laughs> and, and it's becoming clear with every episode. <laughs> uh, and then we finish with team six, which is Anissa, Jordan, Jenna, and Fessy, we got Anissa on the equation, which she solves very fast. She um, solves it within seconds of getting the last number. Yeah, she was probably doing it as she was hearing the part. Yeah, because uh, Anissa probably did really well in fifth grade. <laughs> Shouts out to Anissa's fifth grade teacher. <laughs> um, she got that good learning. <laughs> it's the rods. To Jenna, oh, who who runs with such poise and beauty. <laughs> it's so leisurely. <laughs> and she's channeling her inner Baywatch lifeguard as she as she jogs towards the decinator. Yeah. She puts it in, explodes it, and they're the last team to go. And so I think team four, which is Casey, Swaggy, Josh, and Jenny, end up winning. And become, by two seconds. By two seconds. Over team six. If Jenny would have just picked up the pace a little bit, sorry, Jenna. 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 Then yes. they might have taken it. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, if Jenna had had a, a, a tad bit more speed and a, yeah. a less less um slow motion bouncing yeah it was a dainty run <laughs> looked great on camera <laughs> yeah because they definitely had an anisa i'm pretty sure solved it the fastest yeah and we know jordan is a high speed runner so those two seconds definitely could have been made up by jenna yeah actually i'm not even sure why they had jenna on the last leg it clearly should have been Fessy, who was a football player, and by Baller. and by his size, he was probably um, something like a wide receiver, which means he runs fairly but well. But he had an ACL injury. Maybe that's still plaguing. Him. Yeah, but you can still run with an ACL. Direction. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's weird. What he was, was running in the other. He was the one who was beating Jordan in the first episode. Oh, yeah, that's true. Very yeah. true. Yeah, interesting placement. So I think I just want to a... give her the least responsibility. <laughs> she didn't have to remember. She had to remember probably the least. She had to do the least brain work. <laughs> true. <laughs> Everyone else. True. <laughs> oh, so considering 
bomb squad dr kate what would you change about this mission if any so i i actually liked this mission and i liked how it was put into the different parts i think i would have made the puzzle slash decoding part a little bit harder because yeah. really there wasn't anything to decode Again. it was just it was matched the number to the color. Yeah, they're using the word decode very loosely this season. Yeah. So I would have actually made it some like something they had to decode. I don't know what right now, but definitely not the, the color by numbers that they had. Yeah. How about you? I don't know. Again, there's just like a lot of like dramatics this season. There there really is no challenge of having to like drive sideways in a car when you're just the passenger right so i would have liked to see something a little bit more that would have actually added a challenge to that step of yeah the, the people in the car should have had to solve the equation yeah or some something because all they had to do was like post up against this weird all they like, had to do was read back seat wheel they knew they weren't going to get hurt because they had a professional driving the car in the first place yeah it was just all for the visual. Yeah, but if they had added um, them having to solve something while they were doing that high speed. Yeah, adrenaline. Space, yeah. Like the adrenaline plus having to compute. That would be um, cool. Yeah, that would have been, I think that would have been more of a challenge. But apparently it turned out like the four digit math problem was challenging enough for half. Yeah, we wouldn't have had a single explosion if they, they were responsible for that. Yeah. <laughs> and so everyone gets back to the house and they start click, clack, click, clack, click, 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 clack, clack, clacking with each other about who's going to go in for the house vote. And Jay surprisingly doesn't think it's going to be him. Silly, silly. <laughs> I'm with you, Jay. Silly rabbit. I wish it wouldn't have been you. But yeah, even Jenna, Jenna tells him that she hasn't heard anyone say his name, which I don't That's know why she does. Lie. She could have just said, not said anything, but instead she told like an actual, not even a live omission, just like an actual falsehood. <laughs> I don't understand why. But I love Jenna's like, this is why I don't like to talk to people. Because <laughs> then I have to tell them shit that I heard or I just have to lie and pretend to be stupid. Meanwhile, Wes is out here trying to rally people to vote for Jordan. Um, which And on the other side of the house, Jordan is peacocking about battling Wes. Yeah. How do you feel about I mean, I thought it was, I think he could, I think he could make it happen. Who, Jordan or Wes? Wes. Oh, I definitely think Wes could have made it happen. And I think he, I think he actually did secure a good number of votes for Jordan. Mm. And if it hadn't have been um, for interference from Johnny, um, I totally think Jordan um, would have been higher up in that vote. Yeah. So Johnny is now worried about his gameplay because as we've alluded to, um, Wes's dead possum strategy isn't quite working. <laughs> because Wes is politicking, Wes is shading people and reading people left, left and right. And right. 
Um, Wes is sticking his nose in shit where <laughs> it doesn't belong. Um, and Johnny's like, yo, dude, you, you got to stick to your dead possum if you want this shit to work. And he let can't other, be a dead possum if let, you're very much alive. <laughs> <laughs> let other people take themselves out. You don't need to worry about it, right? Yeah. And while they're having this conversation, Nani pops up out of, I don't even know where the was, fuck she came from. I was like, from. was she there the whole time? <laughs> no, she just, and I had, to, I had to rewind it three times to see that she actually walked into the room okay. while they were discussing it. Because when I saw it the first couple of times, I was like, did she just pop up out of that corner? <laughs> like, how did she get there? She was over there um, with a hairdryer. So I was like, was she doing her hair over there the whole time? Yeah. <laughs> so Nani basically lets them know that she knows what's up. Wink, wink. <laughs> And she laughs and, and, you know, Johnny tries to pretend that he doesn't know what she thinks she knows. Um, and Nani's like, okay, whatever. Because um, she knows how Johnny rolls because Johnny and Nani, they had a whole season where they were fucking. Oh, yeah. I and they hid that. that from everybody. Mm-hmm. And then the next season, everyone was like, why are Johnny and Nani paired as exes? Hmm. Inquiring minds. Because they were fucking the whole previous season. <laughs> so Nani knows that Johnny can hide some shit. Yeah. All right. So we finally get to our elimination voting. And Wes starts out and everyone th- assumes he's going to vote for Jordan. Even Jordan assumes that he's going to vote for Jordan. But Wes um, decides to burn his vote on Kyle. We talked about why it's so dangerous to burn your vote really early in the voting. Mm -hmm. And Kyle um, reflects that by saying, by basically letting everybody know it's not cool to put his name in anymore (laughs) as a burn vote. And of course, Jordan assumes that Wes changed his vote because he couldn't turn people against him. And I think Jordan really underestimates how much people dislike him. Yeah. Or does he does he underestimate how much people dislike him or how unlikable he really is? Both. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Definitely both. And then um, in, in a little bit of a surprise, the next three votes are for Bear. I think they're just kind of like people willy-nilly just like I think oh oh yes, kind of coming off of the um the extinguisher gate. Yes. From last episode, he accumulates yes. three votes. And then we come to Rogan, who, with no surprise, so, votes for Jay. Mm-hmm. And then here comes sweet little old Jay, just who tries, who tries to throw logic at the room. Don't you people understand? Don't y'all understand the gameplay right now? You're taking opportunities away from yourself. By continuing to vote me in. And everybody is like, we don't know what you're talking about, Jay, so we're just <laughs> going to vote for you anyway. Uh, yeah, I really hate this scared game that people in the house are playing, you know? Like, yeah, that's, that's normal. It is normal, but it's like, come on. Like, stir some shit up. Vote for other people. There are other people that you 
there are also so many not, other people not be afraid of pit like of pissing off like any yeah. other rookie there yeah so jordan votes for himself again like he <laughs> did the previous um male vote and fessy votes for bear and kayla votes for jay and this ties the votes between jay and bear mm-hmm. and it comes to z to z and it comes to d and D does what D does. That's and she over. votes for J because her reasoning, if she votes for Bear, Rogan will be miserable. And this is all about Rogan. Yeah. Girl, what the hell? Get your head out of his ass, please. Like So Jay just gives her a look and shakes his head and was like, I should have never let you put your tongue in my mouth. pure regret (laughs) yeah so that leads almost everyone else to vote for jay and jay i love that he full out calls them all idiots as he adds his name to the board and then the cast goes out to get drunk as usual (laughs) and bear of course tries to get kayla extra drunk (sighs) and we hear um once they get back to the house later we hear kayla asking bear about his girlfriend who he still has um i'm not sure if it's the same girlfriend from the previous season but last time bear got caught um he referred to his girlfriend as his cousin just fucked up yo (laughs) Like, Kayla but, asked him if he's talked to his girlfriend since he's been in the house, and he said no. And she asked him why not, and she's, he told her it's because there's a girl here who he's more interested in than her, so why bother? And if that ain't a fucking red flag, a glowing red flag that's on fire, I don't know what else is. Like, if that isn't a deterrent, then you are deranged. <laughs> Look, Bear has had a girlfriend every season he's been on this show, and every season he's been on this show, he's fucked some girl in the house. Mm. So at least this time he was actually honest about having a girlfriend. <laughs> Small wins, sure. I guess. Step up from like the negative into the lesser negative. <laughs> right. So Kayla and Bear go to the bathroom to um, brush their teeth. In what is a modern day rendition of that scene from from bring it on (laughs) (laughs) yeah and they're flirting and they're kicking each other and i think somebody smacked somebody's butt and then they go into another part of the bathroom and kayla um whispers that bear is seducing her oh yes I'm like, uh, girl, what do you call seducing? Because <laughs> Persistent badgering. <laughs> Clubbing you over the head and dragging you back to a cave. <laughs> None of these things equal seduce. Okay. And there we have it. He goes in for it and they start making out in the bathroom. Just... Another relationship. And we hear um, Kayla, I alluded to this last week, 
that Kayla is shocked that it was caught on camera because <laughs> she didn't think there were any cameras in, in that deeper part of the bathroom that they went into. Because mm. she knew what she was going to do, which is why she tried to go deeper into the bathroom. Yeah. So... Um, and then also while um, everyone is out at the club, Rogan is chatting up several of the tribunal members and he is campaigning for them to vote for him because he claims Jay has quote unquote disrespected him in many ways and he needs to teach Jay a lesson. And I'm just like, whatever, Rogan. Yeah. Like, shut the fuck up. So exhausted by him. And so then the tribunal gets together to discuss who they want to bring in for interrogation. They settle on Rogan because he wants it so badly. Jordan. Why Jordan again? Because they agree that he's a dick or because he wanted to? I don't recall. Because he plays by himself or... Oh, him yeah. and Tori have their own, yeah. own system, so they're not really working with anyone. Yeah, Casey, in one of her very few lines so far, mentioned that he's the one that she's spoken to least in the house up till that point. Yeah. Just echoed Wes, by the rest of them. Yeah, Wes is also on their list because apparently he's after Josh. <laughs> we'll get back to that in a second. <laughs> and then Nelson comes up because... Again. They don't know where Nelson's allegiances lie, which I think is a crock of bullshit. Because Nelson ain't smart enough to hide shit. Mm. So. Oh, I think that I got that wrong. I think Casey was the one who said she spoke at least to Nelson. It wasn't about Jordan yeah. that they said that. Yeah. So they settle on Rogan, West, and Nelson which Nelson is totally surprised, as was I, because I thought for sure they were going to go for Jordan. Mm. So I'm not sure how he escaped that one. Rogan, of course, is ecstatic. Nelson is mad, and Wes is indifferent. It's <laughs> <a> great summation. <laughs> yes. Rogan wants to go in only if it's a physical challenge so that he can make Jay pay for kissing D and sending home CT. Yeah, like, this literally, is, this is what he says. Yeah, and this is when my stomach really starts to turn because I don't watch this show to, like, see people get hurt. That is not right. a draw for me. I just want to see people do things that are, like, physically challenging. But right. I don't want people to actually hurt each other intentionally. Right. And it was making me so uncomfortable the way R Rogan kept on talking about how he wanted to, like, break Jay and throw him yeah. around like a rag doll. Yeah. Yeah. I even like while I was watching it, I kept shouting, you need to relax, dude. Mm. Like take a decrease your level of steroids or something. <laughs> right? Like, no, what the fuck he's on. Um, so the tribunal tells Nelson once he comes in that they chose him because they don't know what his gameplay is. Um, and they're trying to find out if he's in cahoots with Wes because that's what Josh is concerned about. Um, and Nelson, like I, like I pointed out, 
very clearly says, y'all know my number one is Corey. <laughs> like, didn't they just, they had their little bromance hug once Nelson returned from the hospital. I loved this, though, because... <laughs> the previous episode. Nelson is talking about how whatever Corey does, that's what he's going to do. And it's like the blind leading the... What is it? <laughs> it's the, the blind leading the blind. The blind leading the blind. Okay. Because <laughs> they're both stupid. So I don't understand how Corey became the leader in this situation. <laughs> because, because Corey is less stupid than Nelson. <laughs> Um, so, and then um, Nelson, they also asked Nelson about Wes, and Nelson is like, Wes? Like, Wes lies about everything. <laughs> Wes is like a snake about everything. Um, and really, what I think it is, is, Cor- not Corey, they might as well be the same person. Nelson probably doesn't ever understand anything that Wes says. So it's easier for him to just be like, nah, I don't fucking roll with Wes. Yeah. <laughs> so, so next, Wes comes in. Mm-hmm. And Josh tries to interrogate Wes about their rivalry, <laughs> quote unquote. <laughs> this is the most bizarre thing I've ever witnessed in my entire life. It actually and... makes me uncomfortable how much Josh <laughs> wants to have a rivalry with Wes. He's like a schoolboy who has a crush. Yeah. <laughs> and Wes proves why he is and has always been one of my favorites because the level of shade mm. and the the preciseness and professionalism <laughs> of the shade. It was very professional. Yes. It is so on point and so masterful that it was like, if you want to learn how to do this properly, this is the scene you want to watch. Yeah, study. Yes. This is how you shade somebody. This is how you read somebody and make them get so pissed and so confused. So confused. That's the best part is that Josh didn't even know what was happening to him. He didn't know that he was being annihilated verbally because the 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 delivery was so calm. (laughs) It was so suave. (laughs) Oh, y'all. It was so suave. And it wasn't like, and the best part is Josh is like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, so then, you know, then we're kind of cool. But the whole time Josh is uh-huhing, everybody else in the tribunal is just like, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and they're kind of looking around like each other at, did Wes just really say that? Uh. It's yeah. amazing. And we'll get, we'll get to Wes's read um, later on in I, I, beat bitch, I Don't Fight, I Beat Bitches Up. Or, or Lessons in Shade. He's, there's going to be overlap. Oh, yes. There's definitely going to be overlap. In both. <laughs> yes, Lessons in Shade and I Don't Fight, I Beat Bitches Up. We'll Spoiler get into alert, it. it's Wes. <laughs> <laughs> it's all Wes today. Um. <laughs> so we arrive at Purgatory. It's a circle inside of another circle with a flaming 
Well, nothing's flaming just yet. No, the, the thing in the middle is flaming, I thought. Oh, or maybe it? there's I just ambient flames, you know? It's like tiki I, torches around the perimeter. Maybe. But everyone immediately identifies this game as Balls In, which has traditionally been one of the toughest games because it's person-to-person contact. Mm. Um, and it, it's a tough game, whether it's males or females. Um, in the rings, this is usually one of the games where you are either you are either tough enough to um, keep the other person off of you, or you are um, you are zen enough to be able to hold on and have enough patience for the other person to tire themselves out so that you can complete the game. Mm -hmm. So it tends to be a battle of the wills, um, but most people see it as a a physical challenge. And Rogan is basically like jizzing everywhere because Mm -hmm. he's like, oh yes, I I wanna destroy Jay in a physical challenge. So this is all me. And TJ lets us know that Yes, it's balls in, but tonight we're calling it fireball because the ball will be on fire. Yep, y'all are super creative with these names. (laughs) We get to one of my favorite parts of every episode, which is when TJ shames the guys in the tribunal for not volunteering to go in, and they all make some poor excuse for why they're not going in today. It's ridiculous. And then the entire tribunal vote for Rogan so that he can go in and get his revenge against Jay. And this was very baffling to me because, well, I guess uh, I'll walk that back. I guess it's it's not as baffling because they're all friends with Rogan. um, So they want him to get his Red Skull or whatever. and he has this vendetta against Jay, and everybody sees Jay as a layup. So they're trying to do this favor for their friend. But I was, I would have bet that they would have put Wes in. Why? Because they were all, um, they were all just very, well, Josh was very upset with Wes <laughs> after he finally figured out that... <laughs> Josh West still doesn't even know what happened down. in that room. <laughs> <laughs> he gets a sense once he once everybody else was just like, whoa, dude. <laughs> and then everyone in the room was just like, oh, yeah, Wes, Wes has got to go. But they don't vote for him. Um, and I guess it's it's like the switch up of, you know, there's that big chance that that person that goes in also gets that ride to the final or whatever. So they're going to put in their friend, Rogan, which the fact that he, like you are, you've already said this, the fact that he has such a hard on for Jay, if I was in the tribunal, I wouldn't have voted for him to go in. It was so, it, it like, it really, really like was making me uncomfortable because he wanted to hurt him. He didn't right. want to win the purgatory. He didn't want to do yeah. the best that balls in. He wanted to damage Yeah. And he says that specifically, he says that he wants to do enough damage to Jay 
so that other people will be afraid of him. And to me, it's like, so here you are, Rogan, who is someone that has never seen an elimination before hmm. because you cried every single time your name was brought up last season and you begged and practically paid people to not send you in last season. But now you want to be big and bad and go into a, an elimination to fuck somebody up. And the person you're choosing to fuck up is Jay, who's the smallest guy in the house. Um, but why don't you say the same thing about um, damaging Johnny or Wes or Corey or Nelson? And maybe we'd be impressed with you. We'd still think you were a dick, but at least we'd think yeah. you were a dick with balls. <laughs> oh, wow. But having this like level of of bravado and machismo mm -hmm. against someone who's my size yeah like it, get the fuck out fucked. of here dude it's fucked get the fuck out of here but yeah so round one starts jay's on offense and rogan's on defense so jay has the ball and he runs into the rings and i think what he did was he stopped he was trying to do like some kind of fake out. He was going to, I yeah. think he was trying to pivot. So he kind of runs straight out at Rogan and then pauses. Rogan sees his opening and then like bodily slams into Jay, lifts him and then slams him into the ground. Not only that, hard. like he slams him so hard that it's like you can see Jay's soul leave his body. Yeah, it was disturbing. And everybody in the peanut gallery gasps at how hard he gets slammed. And to add insult to injury, Rogan, as he's getting up, shoves Jay's head. I don't know if you saw that part. I did. Shoves Jay's head while he's on the ground and then gets up and walks away. And poor Jay is not only squirming, but he's wheezing yeah. on the ground. And TJ walks over and TJ, like, it's very rare. Like, TJ is already a man of few words, but it's very rare for him to be silent. Yeah. And TJ is just, like, watching him. And he walks over. He doesn't like quite touch him, but yeah, he walks over and he's, that he's getting ready injured. to like check on him. And Rogan is just like, "Hmm, I'm a, I am man. I don't I don't know." Like the whole thing just really, it was really unsettling to watch. Yeah. But also like the build up to it, and it's kind of like what I was saying before. Rogan was too intense this entire episode leading up to it. And it's something that I wish the other contestants, like they all knew it because yeah. he was this intense last, the last time, two weeks ago, two episodes ago, when he was also lobbying to go in against, against Jay. And it should have been something to key into folks that like, this is too personal. Yeah. It's dumb, but it's way too fucking personal 
because you have this goddamn Neanderthal. You have this Neanderthal (laughs) whose only mission, his mission is, like you said, it's not even to win. Mm -hmm. It's to break Jay. Yeah. And Jay has done nothing to you. It's really... even Even if he had done something to you, it's a fucking game. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's a fucking game. And it's one thing for, it's one thing for p- people to push themselves to the point where their bodies break down, which happens frequently on the challenge. It's another thing for other people to physically injure their fellow contestants. Yeah. I mean, I... I honestly can't pinpoint another moment in the challenge history where I've been so uncomfortable. Like I was reading some comments on Twitter, follow us on Twitter at challenge read one, by the way, we live tweet each episode, but I was following some comments on Twitter about, you know, this game and how it's always physical. And I get that and how people have gotten hurt in the past, but it's never been with such intention. It's never been intentional. Yeah. And, um, I'd say the last time I was this uncomfortable was um, many, many challenges ago. I can't remember what season it was, but it was when Mormon Jenny tried to unhook Veronica's, um, what do you call it? Carabiner? Harness? harness. No, oh. her safety harness. They were in the air, like pulling themselves across a wire um, kind of like zip lining. Yeah. Um, but they were physically moving themselves and then they met in the middle. J- Julie hooks on to um, Veronica and she starts tugging at Veronica's harness. And at this point, Veronica starts shrieking and starts crying because she thinks she's going to drop. Yeah. Um, like, and Julie was laughing. And it was very similar to um, this, um, this episode where the peanut gallery, everyone else watching the elimination was gasping and like, what the fuck is happening? So like, and they had been headbutting the whole time, but in that case, I don't even think Julie was thinking about what she was doing. She was just being really stupid. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't, I, I personally don't think it was intentional. I think she was just trying to win. And her way of winning was doing something very stupid and unsafe. Um, but still the same type of feeling where, oh shit, like she's really going to get hurt. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to figure out um, what season that was, but it's very, like, it's one of those things that sticks in my head. And anytime I see Mormon Julie, I'm just like, (laughs) you tried to kill that fucker. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, also, in fact, you call her Mormon Julie. Well, that's, that was her, that was her her identity (laughs) on the show. She was a Mormon who liked to, like skateboard or some shit. I don't know. This okay. was a really she's, long time ago. I'm showing woman. my age. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, definitely showing my age. 
But yeah, Jay, we leave off kind of with Jay wheezing on the floor. Um, they've only completed one out of what's supposed to be like a best of three. Yeah. So we drop so off So we'll there. find out whether he's alive or not. I just, I hope week. he's okay. <laughs> I do too. And because... I hope even if he gets up that they just stop. Like, I don't want to see anything. I don't want to see anymore. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. So that was a rough that was a rough purgatory, even though we didn't even, like, get fully into the purgatory. Yeah. All right. So, lifting the mood a bit, <laughs> we're moving into our Challenge All-Star segment where we name or nominate someone who did something great this episode or who we liked the most. Dr. K, who was it for you? My Challenge All-Star was Wes. Duh. Mm. Mm. Wes has always been one of my favorite people on this show. I I love how messy Wes is. (laughs) He's always fucking messy as hell. I love how political he is. Mm -hmm. Um, I love how, as other people on the show describe it, as slimy he is because he doesn't, really hide any of it and even when he tries to be low-key it don't work it never fucking works how about you who was your all-star and just fyi that challenge um where julie tried to kill veronica was the the inferno 2 thank you google i guess my all-star i'll say is i was really impressed by um nelson's run also (laughs) what this was the same season um where we got i don't wrestle i beat bitches up because it was julie who said to coral when they were having an argument that she wanted to wrestle coral and that was coral's response so that's where we get that quote from. It's actually that same season from Mormon Julie. Mormon <laughs> Julie triggered that quote. Sorry to interrupt. No, it's good. I think we the people need to know the history. Yes. <laughs> um, and who was your elimination pick this episode? Who we're not a fan of or who we hated? I mean, mine is Rogan. Like, fuck you. Fuck you. If it was possible, like, I would love for you to be eliminated. They could take into consideration your intentionality and wanting to hurt someone. Like, I think you should be sent home. Yeah, mine is also Rogan. And I will also add on a third fuck you because it needs to be a trifecta. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So moving on to lessons in shade. We foreshadowed, wink, wink who we're going to be talking about during this segment earlier in the episode, but our favorite shady moment or manipulation during this episode would have to be when Wes absolutely ended Josh's whole career during the interrogation. (laughs) (laughs) It was great. And we kind of, we kind of detailed this point for point. Yep. All right. So we start with, Josh asking Wes what's going on between them (laughs) and Wes very calmly saying you want to make this a Wes and Josh thing I will never come for you 
It will never be a thing. You can come from me all you want, but this isn't a thing. Yeah. And Josh is there. He's nodding his head. He's, he's, he seems to be agreeing out of confusion because he just doesn't know what, what to say yet. So he just keeps nodding. Um, and then Wes says again, I go for people that can beat me in a final. I don't come here for this gesturing to between Josh and himself. And Josh still doesn't get it and tries to negotiate further with a, well, we can dead it right here, but if shit changes, then I guess we'll be gunning for each other again. And, and what? <laughs> it's, you, it's, it, there's a thick skull that he's going to have to penetrate. And I think Wes realizes it at this point. He's like, yeah, okay, I'm going to need sure. to be a little bit, I'm going to need to be even more direct and colorful in my language. <laughs> right. <laughs> and he hits Josh with a, no, it's not an each other thing. You can come for me all you want. I am not here to get rid of the worst player here. And me personally, I'm dead. I'm yeah. I am so dead at this point. <laughs> it's one of the best moments I've ever seen because it was just it was he 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 read Josh by telling Josh the truth about Josh. Yes. <laughs> Yes, for <laughs> sure. And the biggest slug just crawled into my living room. Oh, gross. Yeah, it's so <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you have to deal with that. I'm just going to sweep him right back out. Do you want to do sorry. that now? Or? Now I can see him. He's, he's moving so slowly. Okay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Should I keep this in? <laughs> Oh, yeah, the I... slug. The slug was also interested in in the West Shade. He <laughs> wants to get a lesson in how to shade other slugs. And now for our favorite segment. I don't wrestle. I beat bitches up. I don't wrestle. I beat bitches up, which we learned this week is from Inferno Two. Coral's response to Mormon Jenny, Julie, Julie. <laughs> yeah. um, our favorite line from the episode. Dr. K, you go first. So everything Wes says this episode, from him totally shutting down Jordan to totally humiliating Josh. But one of my favorite was when he says of Josh, many of men and even more women have been obsessed with me throughout my life. <laughs> and he totally deadpans it. Oh, it's so good with him and the beard. It's just, it's perfection. Yeah. It's perfection on screen. Yep. How about you? Um, so mine comes from Kyle. During the daily mission, he was describing how they decided to organize their team. And he mm -hmm. says, me and Corey are idiots. Bailey and Melissa are intelligent. So why not let them do all the work and me and Corey will just do the running part? Yeah, sounds I just like Kyle. Love the honesty. And it's also kind of like a metaphor for just like gender relations. <laughs> <laughs> Women, we are <laughs> superior intellectually. And sometimes we might need you to like lift something or like run a distance for us. But in most other areas, we are more qualified. 
I'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. I'm throwing it to you for stupidness and social media this week, as usual. There was there wasn't a lot of commenting going on because I get because of the cliffhanger, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did see this from Swaggy C. Um, and he tweeted every time I saw them MFs doing the Ouija board, I left. I remember one time they were doing it in the room with Bailey sleeping. I literally came in the room, woke Bailey up, carried her to my bed. <laughs> I don't rock with that, man. Laugh first, out loud. First of all, this is know, the longest tweet I've ever seen. <laughs> and, you know, I don't often agree with Swaggy C, but on this one, I will have to say, yes, sir, we agree with you. We don't yeah. fuck with Ouija boards. I don't fuck with spirits. I'm not trying we to channel leave them ghosts. Spirits. I don't need to we talk leave to them jumbies to alone. Poltergeist. It's we don't invite them into our houses. Not at all. And if I no. see one, I'm moving out. Yes. <laughs> yes. So we will it's leave there and all of those folks to do to that. get possessed. And we don't want no part of that. So Mm-mm. Swaggy, we hear you on this one. <laughs> This has moved you up a slight notch in our books. What about his day trading background? Wait, stock trading, I should say. That doesn't really move him up because if that was his job, what the fuck are you doing here? Facts. Because that was an actual job. (laughs) Probably pays well too. Yeah. (laughs) Or you would think. All right, we'll round out the episodes with uh, predictions and possibilities, what we think will happen in the next episode or later in the season. Dr. K, do you have any? I don't really have any predictions. I'm just hoping that Jay is alive with all of his bones intact. Mm. Mm. Do you think there's any chance that he comes out of this on top? I've been seeing some people thinking, saying it's like a fake out. Like that's why they left it on a cliffhanger because he ends up winning. I mean, there is a strong possibility that maybe he's just dazed. Mm. I mean, I doubt Jay has ever played um, football or any contact sport. So he might not be used to getting hit. Yeah. So maybe he's gotten the wind knocked out of him and that extra head push has like disoriented him so there's a there's a chance i personally think it's a real small chance (laughs) that he might come back from this and he but the wheezing did not sound good no at all so i'm hoping i'm crossing my fingers and hoping that he can come out of this because i would love nothing more than for Rogan's ass to be gone. gone. I wanted him to be gone weeks ago. Oh, yeah. So. And fuck D and fuck everyone else who has his back. Yeah. Same here. Burning bridges with all y'all. How about you? I mean, I don't know. I'm still waiting for there to be some kind of incentive um, relating to the Red Skulls, which... uh, makes it so that the more red skulls you have, the more advantage you have in the final, not just that you yeah. made it in so that we can really stop seeing the same people going in over and over and over again as layups. Right. And I also think there's a, there's a very strong possibility that 
like the number of red skulls left are, are really decreasing, mm-hmm. right? So the final might end up being like four people. It's true. I mean, we're already five episodes in. I don't know how yeah. long these seasons typically are. I know we don't know exactly when the final is going to be, but mm-hmm. there, there is a, there's like, it, I don't imagine it would be more than like 15 total episodes this season. So, right. Who and knows? They change every year. A third of the way to 15 at this point. So yeah, we'll see. Wow. Did you just do some math there? I know. Right. I'm a genius. <laughs> <laughs> in comparison <laughs> watching this show makes me feel so smart <laughs> it's not hard. both socially and just like mathematically all right that's it for us this week folks um before we go want to shout out our instagram which is the challenge read please go over there and follow us we post like little clips and we'll let you know when the podcast episodes are uploaded because we both have lives. And so we're not, we're not quite on a schedule yet. Um, and we're also on Twitter challenge read one, check us out with yeah, that and interact with us on Wednesdays when we live tweet. Yes, please. We love it. We're very funny. I will admit I'm, I'd say that with all honesty and, and humbleness. No humility. Yeah, we think we're funny. Humility. <laughs> Oh, we, there's two there's another slug dr k <laughs> sit down let's wrap it up and then we can get to your slug and so whew, i have to keep an eye on where these fuckers are going <laughs> all right um i'm ray and i'm dr k chasing down slugs signing off <laughs> peace <laughs>